today, today I have with me, um, I, I think you may have heard him on Friday and Saturday. His name is Carl Maitland and he's an evangelist in Birmingham and um, uh, he's going to be sharing with us the word of God today. And I believe that this word of God is going to um, make a great impact in the lives of so many that uh, are going to be listening either now or later on. So, um, Carl, please, I uh, want to say hello to our friends on online from different parts of the world. And uh, you can also begin your ministration. Hello, brothers and sisters. Um, my name is Carl. Um, and um, I am an evangelist and um, from Birmingham, but I am um, a worldwide evangelist. Um, today I'm going to talk about today's world of sin. But I need to first go back to where I saw the church is falling to pieces and the Christians um, letting go of God and going back into the world. About 20 years ago, um, when I started going to uh, church fully, um, there was a time when I would walk one hour to get to church um, singing and praising to the Lord and uh, calling people to come to church whilst I was walking and uh, you know for one hour long time for walking and the churches then were full up in today's world um, slowly but surely, the churches have been decreasing. And no greater than when COVID-19 came in. COVID-19 came in and the, the doors of every church were closed across the world, um, all but a few. Um, and then Going back to coming back to today, the the church doors are open, yet people are not wanting to enter. I don't feel it's through uh, fear of COVID, because everybody's tested at the door while they are at my church. Um. And God teaches us that there will be a great falling away. Um, and there's also a great revival. And I kind of ask, what side of the table are you on? Are you with the great falling away? Or are you part of the great revival? The church, in general, if you look at yourselves, are you one that wants to get to church on time, or one that's not interested if you missed the first half hour of the service? God has got a plan for all of us, but are we ready for God? If you're of the great falling away, you're gonna land up committing apostasy because when we let go of God, God just closes his eyes and he himself is crying out for you, as are the angels. They're crying out for you, come back, come back. 
like being with a, a criminal in the world, you tend to start following the criminal. When you leave church and stop going there, um, you land up thinking, well, yeah, I was away last week, uh, and you know, you get scared to go back, and you're not scared of anything but shame and people saying, well, you missed this and you missed that, and you know, where was you, why didn't you come? And basically, you've got no answer then. I was being lazy. I I didn't come because I wanted to put um, my 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 mum's um, birthday cake into her hands. But this is wrong because God says, "Put me first. In Exodus 20. God tells you everything about himself. He says, I am a jealous God. And if I go into my Bible, um, I'd like you to go into Exodus 20 with me. Um, excuse me whilst I get my page up. Um, advantage of 
and God's grace was given to us not so that we could carry on sinning. The grace was given to us for the sins that we are committed before we gave our life to Christ. The great falling away also, as I see on the streets as an evangelist, I see many people giving up their life, uh, their Christian life to follow false religion, to follow cults. And the biggest one, the biggest one there would be Islam. They're following the Muslims. They're joining in with the Muslims. And you can't say nothing to people because they're never going to listen. They will say, well, church was literally not for me. It didn't give me what I wanted to get out of it. This religion can give me everything I want. It's not about what we want, it's about what we need. And it's about what God wants. What does God want from you? This is what you've got to look at. What does God want from you? And God wants you to put him first, make him the most important part of your life. When you get up in the morning, he wants to hear, good morning, Dad. Good morning, Abba Father. Thank you for giving me life. It doesn't want to be hearing you saying, good morning, my son. Good morning, my daughter. Good morning, my wife. He wants to hear you saying good morning to him. Thank you to him, not thank you to someone that's just give you a cup of tea, more importantly than him giving you life. Today's Other false religions as well. I'm not quite sure what religion you are. But then these the ones where they walk in into churches that adopt that being um, of a different sex where you're changing your life from male to female, where you're committing adultery, where, you know, you can do absolutely anything, just turn up for Sunday service. These are usually, um, by not putting a too fine a name on it, um, more about the the ones that are not Pentecostal, although Pentecostal churches in some places do allow, allow gay marriage and lesbian marriage and so on and so forth. In COP26, they are, they are going to bring in the new Sunday law um, come 2022. Um, they've already signed a treaty to say that they will become a one world church. Now, these are things that are being done behind your back. This is what church is all about. Now, this is not yourselves now. This is the leaders of your 
religion and I, I kind of it makes me cry to think that once upon a time we all had a love for God we all wanted to know God now it's all about us it's what we want and you know it's upsetting God when it comes to um, being a, a fall away committing apostasy that is an unforgivable sin an unforgivable sin it says um, I can't remember where the scripture is but God is giving you forgiveness for your sins is taking his sins on the back of Jesus Christ and you've now let that go you've given that up you're basically saying to God well I'm not interested anymore yes 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 God forgave me I don't believe and no this is this is not what what God wants from us. This is not what God wants from us. In the church, in the churches of today, where they once were all about Christianity, now when I walk in the churches and I look around and I'm listening, it's about having a good time. It's about just giving a quick story. And one Baptist church I walked in, it was, it was in the beginning was a word and the word was God the word was about God and I'm thinking well that scripture taken out of content but then the pastor gave an half hour talk on um, what it was like when he was a little child working on the farm with his dad it had nothing to do do with Jesus Christ it's got nothing to do with salvation this this world is going down and I'm I am a man that, that feels that being a pastor is stepping down a notch and giving way for the Holy Spirit to work in the church, to work through the congregation. And it's been congregation-led because we all should take something to church. We should all take thanksgiving to church. We should all take the ability that God gave us to pray for one another. Most of the time you'll probably see in the church, does anybody want prayer? Excuse me, can the prayer team please come forward? Can the elders come forward and pray for these people? And then next week you'll see the same people running up for prayer or the same problem the problem doesn't go away why because you do not let it go away it needs to needs to be let go of this world is going down the pan in many ways but unless we stand up for Christ Christianity itself is going to go down the pan 
when we when we get old our younger ones our children our great grandchildren or our grandchildren are not going to want to know about Jesus Christ in Liverpool why I say this when I went to Liverpool on an evangelic walk with my brothers we see three teams of people from three parts of England one of the people one of the groups they put on some music dance to a bit of music and the dancing was okay and people surrounded them and when the music stopped people applauded the people dancing and walked away never got saved because the interest is not about church it's not about Jesus Christ it's about good times this is the new church that we see out today of interesting people in having a good time not learning about Jesus Christ salvation cost Jesus his life it wasn't a good time nice music cannot save us dancing like little children cannot save us and it will never ever save souls on the street we all have a duty to evangelize but we tend to say well it's not for me it's not for me well um maybe next week um i've got something important once again put in things of your life more important than god the bible told us in the new testament in the gospels that go and make disciples baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. I ask are you out there doing that every week, making disciples of people? Are you out there spreading the gospel? Or are you just out and about having fun? What you need to do is to at night just go into a small room close the door even if it be the bathroom close the door and ask God God what do you want from me what can I do for you Lord I want to save souls and we have a few minutes left and I'd like to pray with you if I can if you would like to bow your head and father I pray with these people listening here around the world Lord we repent of our sins we repent Lord of putting other people and other things before you Father Lord we make a vow that we will put you first each and every day we will put you as the most important person in our life Lord as we want to serve you help us Lord to save souls as Jesus taught the Pharisees about saving the lost sheep he said leave the 99 and seek the one lost 
Well, we pray, Lord, that we can go out and find that one lost soul in this world. And Lord, we want to give you our all and our everything today and every day. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. 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 Thank you, brother, for coming to share on Green Life Radio the word of truth, the word of life. I pray this word will continue to blossom in all the in all our hearts and in the hearts of our, our hearers. The Spirit of God will continue to open our hearts and minds, lives, and He will begin to draw them unto Christ in the name of Jesus. God bless Amen. you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, listeners. God bless you, God. God bless you. Bye for now. Okay, bye for now. Hello friends, this is Green Life Radio and with me today is, um, I believe that you must have heard um, heard his message last week, uh, Carl, Carl Maitland um, from Birmingham, and uh, an evangelist and um, who is being um, used by, 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 by the Spirit of God to minister to nations today. Um, I'll be introducing him in a while and um, I believe that this is a word that the, the world is this is a word that the world, world needs to listen to here for, for, for transformation and for repentance actually for repentance so that the, the world can return back to Christ so uh, just um, Welcome with me, Carl Maitland. Carl, you're you're on now. Hi to you all. Good 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 evening from 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 Birmingham in England. Um, First, can I pray the uh, Holy Spirit come down and be in control of this conversation um, this evening right now and be with us all present in our dwelling places in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Um, why are so many churches in error is uh, what I'm looking at once again. Um, most of us are living incorrectly and because of time schedule Um, I'm going to start with Romans 1 verse 7. It says to all those who are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace and peace to you from God, our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Here Here we see how we are supposed to be but many are not. We are supposed to be saints, blessed by God. In today's church, however, we are far from, we are far from saints. In the churches I see people being blessed by worldly joy and happiness. Many are blessed not by God, by Satan. Satan and sin being their God, not the great Jehovah. Church, take a look in the mirror and see and see this as yourself or maybe not. 
you need to repent if this is you. Repent from living the ungodly life and quenching the Holy Spirit. Because that's what we do when we do not abide by the uh, by the word of God. Romans 1 verse 18 reads, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven upon all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men that suppress the truth in unrighteousness. God's anger, God's wrath is soon to come down to this world and it's not going to be very nice. It's not going to be a very nice place and we have we have to repent. We have to get ourselves ready for the coming Messiah and you know most of us are not ready churches as I say are living a worldly life they are living in in a world of dream so to speak Ephesians 4:17 says that this therefore and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in vanity of their mind. You know, if you take another look at that Ephesians 4.17, we should not be walking as the rest of the world is walking. We should be walking in the ways of God. The word of God is truth. And if we are supposed to call ourselves Christians, how can we be Christians if we're living just as the world, watching TV, TV programs full of vanity and filth, watching things like Coronation Street that teaches not only us but our children to um, know that it's okay to be um, LGBTQ. Um, this is not the way that God's Bible teaches us. The book of Deuteronomy tells us that it is um, an abomination to him. It's an abomination for a man to be dressed as a woman and a woman to be dressed as a man. God made us in the beginning. He made us of man and made us of woman. But he never made the man a woman and he never made the woman a man. <laughs> we were two separate entities in the, in, 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 the, in the eyes of God. And we were made that way to procreate but the world today doesn't want that sort of thing and if you take one look at the world right now with all the ungodliness there is so much hatred so much anger in the city where I live in Birmingham every time I come back into the city my spirit turns my spirit I see just darkness in the world I see nothing but darkness nothing of sin nothing but sin all around me and my spirit becomes so uneasy knowing that this is the city that I live in and you know ten years ago this is not the way this is not the way the world was. Um, 
or should I say, not as bad as it is. In the book of Peter, however, we are taught in 1 Peter 4, 3, for we have spent enough of our past lifetime to accomplish the will of the Gentile. Excuse me, forgive me. However, we however we thought of our past lifetime to accomplish the will of the Gentiles, having walked merciless, inhumane, wanton cruelty, lusts, cruelty, drunkenness, revelries, drinking parties, and abominable, um, abominable idolaters. You know, you've got to look at yourself and say, is any of that myself? Because this is what is happening in the church on Sunday morning. You go into church and you see everybody awaiting the word of God and praising the Lord. But they're not praising the Lord with their whole hearts, they're praising the Lord with their mouths. They listen to the word of God. It goes into one ear and out the other. It doesn't go into the heart. And we are Christians according to the way of our heart. Of what do we love? Do we love the things of the world and the things in the world? Well, this is ungodly. The things of the world will perish one day, as will our bodies, but our souls live on. We are a spirit in a soul within the body. When our bodies die and turn back to dust, our spirit will not be there. Our spirit will be awaiting the judgment table. There will be the beam seat. That will be for the true Christians. That is the seat where we will be judged according to our works as a Christian. And remember that God does not look at our good deeds because they are like filthy rags. It's the way we actually loved him. Everything comes back to the heart. The mind itself is actually controlled by our heart of what do we love? Of what do we love? What do you spend most of your time doing? Other than working and earning a living, when you come home in your spare time, when you're not working, what are you doing with your life? Are you giving your time to God? Are you loving God? Are you being obedient to God? These are the things you've got to ask yourself. Most of our churches today, as I think I said last week, are dying. They are in error. And sometimes the pastors themselves are in error. They're in error because they're not telling you these things. Solomon spoke in um, 
Solomon spoke in Proverbs 7. He spoke that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. But there is no fear of God anymore. In fact, I don't think people fear anything. But one day we've got to face God. And if we're going to live like the devil, we, we will be judged like the devil. Those that stand at the great white throne are going to be judged more brighter than those at the beamer seat. What, what way are you living today? What way are you wanting to be? What type of Christian are you? As children of God, we must keep walking according to the Word of God. must keep following the word and we can only follow the word by changing our ways, changing our mind, letting go of worldly things. You know, the biggest enemy sometimes can be the music we listen to, worldly music. The devil is controlled of music itself. He was the major musician when he was an angel in heaven. And he knows that music can control our mind. Music controls our heart and how we feel about somebody. Music can give you memories of the woman you once loved or the man you once loved. It can give you memories of your past and your present life. And when something goes wrong and you hear some old song, you kind of come down and get brought to tears. On the other hand, you can be lifted. But have you really ever listened to the words that are spoken? You know, I was a great music collector until I actually found out what words were being spoken and I've had to repent of the music that I used to listen to. Some of them are not very nice. Some of them are not very nice. The other thing, once again, I say is the TV. We go out and we start living that way. The nightclubs getting drunk, having a good time dancing with some man or some lady, then going home and breaking God's law once again. The Bible says that a man should not sleep with a woman before married, that is not held upon in our lives today. The church themselves will not tell you you're in error when living with a man or a woman without being married. This world is becoming so dark 
there's a new Bible brought out. It's called the Queen's Bible. It totally contradicts the Word of God. And it's used for the world of LGBTQ. The Bible tells us in Revelation 22 that no man should ever take one word or add one word to the Holy Bible. If your church is not teaching you the fear of God, not teaching you of the world to come, not teaching you the book of Revelation, then I, I yearn you to pray the Holy Spirit down upon a quiet room. Go and talk to God, but don't just say a prayer. Ask God to talk to you. God will open your ears, open your mind to speak what He wants you to hear, what He wants you to listen to. But now, in the year 2000, I was merely listening to my music dancing around and the record stopped and I heard verbally in my ear oh go to church I was rather shocked at hearing that I found my dad and my dad found me a church to walk into and that kind of changed my life then it destroyed the marriage at the same time because the devil does not like it when we start walking and following Christ. Temptation will overcome you. You need to be strengthened by the word daily, not just a five-minute read and a five-minute prayer. You need to spend time with God you know, in a church, it should be a church without a clock. Your prayer life should be without a clock. Children of God, we know that the Word of says tells us that the rapture is coming and it's not far away. And John book of John um, are you there still? in the book of John um, give me let me quickly go to the book of John book of John John 5 25 John 5 25 it says most assuredly I say to you that an hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of God and those having heard shall live Brothers, God is calling and he's coming back for his bride. Are you his bride? Are you his enemy? His enemies, those who do not truly love him, will not be wrapped and they'll be left here to sit with the Antichrist and go through the seven year tribulation. I plead with his church, do not be left behind the ways of God, the ways of should be 